Awesome. All right. So we're recording our first podcast. So I feel like this first podcast needs to be like us introducing ourselves and we'll just leave everything in. Let's be as chaotic as possible. Let's go. (laughs) Right. Let's just be honest, open ourselves. Like, oh, yeah. What else is new? Like, there's. We're Um, just. Oh, my God. We're crazy. It's fine. We start with like our friendship or our podcast idea what are we doing uh this first episode is gonna be hella chaotic i apologize in advance to anyone that's listening um how about we introduce who we are first then we'll go into our friendship and then we'll go into what the podcast is yes let's do that all right so do you want to go first or me i'll I'll let you go first seeing that you're the guest for oh yes i am the guest all right um this is both of our podcasts. I'm just adding that because it is both of ours. I just have it on my phone. So that's why she's the guest currently. <laughs> I will always be a guest in your household. <laughs> Forever and always. You and me. Um, okay, so I'm Rainy. Um, just your average 23-year-old trying to make it in this world called adulting. I'm a proud pity mom, and I am awkward. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a Libra, (laughs) and I like wine. There we go. She's also the introvert. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) That's what makes our friendship perfect. All right. Anything else you would like to add, Rainy? Preferences in wine are sweet wines, <laughs> and my preferences in books are adventures and sci-fi. Well, not All right. like, more like fantasy. There we go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. Stay along the lines of what our podcast is. <laughs> True, but it's going to be chaotic anyway because we just go off topic way too much. So, oh, you're not wrong. Yeah, should I introduce myself now? Yes, please do. All right, for what all of you guys have been waiting for. <laughs> right. My name is Robin. I'm 21. I'm a Pisces. I'm single and ready for a Pringle. Uh, <laughs> I am the extrovert of the group, if you could not tell. I kind of just adopted her one day and just made her my little introvert. So, um, yeah. I love books, art, and booze. Uh, She's more of the wine person. I like wine every once in a while, but I stick to the tequila. Uh, I like wine every once in a while, but I stick usually to the vodka. We'll we'll have days where we'll do that. Uh, Yes. Our friendship consisted of us meeting at the Renaissance Fair. And my first words were to her, did you know it's still legal in the court of law to do trial by combat? And that, that is how our friendship started. So if that doesn't give you an example of what this podcast is, I don't know what will. <laughs> She's telling the truth, guys. I knew I found my true love when <laughs> she walked up to me and stated that that's one of the ways you can get out of going to jail is killing the person. <laughs> I love how that 
that's what you got out of it. It wasn't, wow, this weird chick's just coming up to me asking about trial by com or talking about trial by combat. No, she just, you can, you're free. <laughs> just right. kill a person. The funniest part about it is that our friendship kind of technically started before we even met because our, our moms knew each other, but we didn't know each other because we all worked at the same place. So we knew of each other like some mysterious woman <laughs> clad oh, yeah. in, in dark robes, but we did Though not your know. your mom thought I was a whole different person for the longest time. She thought I was some, I, I wore the knight's costume and worked in the. <laughs> yes, yes. Anybody who doesn't know what Renaissance fairs are, you need to like look it up now and then go to one as soon as COVID allows it because you're missing out on magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like don't oh even talk to me until you know what a renaissance fair is and even when your mom figured out like who i was she didn't know exactly who i was because everyone thought for the first two years that i worked there that i was this quiet little timid girl and then they put me in charge of something and i just was like i'm in charge <laughs> move over yes i mean honestly that's kind of what happened to me too because that was my first job ever. I was 19 when I started working there. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And I really learned how to take charge, speak up for myself, not be afraid to speak to strangers. I mean, coming from homeschooling, not knowing anybody since you were 12, anybody different or anybody new. I mean, that was crazy to me, talking to strangers, asking them to do things for me, asking them for help. Yeah, no, I grew up in a New Jersey household, or not really, like, I'm from, like, not from New Jersey, my dad is, and my grandmother, and my mom's from Ohio, so flat out, just, it's, our household is shit or get off the pot. You can't handle the, the trash talking that happens in this household, you are not welcome. Like, we insult each other, I swear to God, like, during chess night like i used to play chess with my dad and we had a signature night and he would just we would just trash talk each other and start it ended in us cussing each other out and just laughing our asses off the entire time yeah that's like the complete opposite of what i grew up with i grew up in a household with a single mom and a little brother three older sisters who were in completely different states and me with my books and my anime. <laughs> Same. <laughs> We're nerds. Like, I'm sorry. Legend of Zelda and loving it the whole entire time. Oh, yeah. Book nerd and any kind of nerd you could ever imagine. Oh, yeah. I feel like that helps us transition into what the podcast is. Yes. <laughs> do, do you want to explain it or shall I? Um, you're more, I feel like you're better at it, you're better at it than me. <laughs> okay, so our podcast is, it is for us, like we're doing it for fun, but we would love for people to listen to it, and if you guys like it, we are happy to make it, like, it's perfect. Our podcast is us going to be just talking about books and enjoying and having, like, going on these rants about either life or just stupid stuff, like, I don't know, ping pong. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have our joke is is that we're gonna drink a glass of wine while we're doing this and maybe we'll have if we read a book that has a movie we'll watch the movie and 
like have a have a drinking game or something and ha- do something fun. But this is just to see who like if you like books and you want to learn about new books that are really good. We're gonna go over mangas if you like like Japanese novels or anime. We'll go over mangas. Like I'm gonna be reading that for a while because I have so many and serious books too it's gonna range from like adult books to stupid child books like uh what was the one you were making a joke about earlier the rabbit peter rabbit yeah i've never read that (laughs) love a good beatrix potter (laughs) see i didn't grow up on the normal normal childhood stuff my family started me off with like um i forgot the movie i think it's like legend or something but it's not the legend with will smith it was the legend where the, the unicorns got their horns broken off and then the devil was just like, I'm kidnapping the woman. Oh my god, first of all, Robin, how have we never spoke of this? Because okay, so that's a movie that's a movie that I don't bring up to anybody because I think they're gonna they're gonna think I'm nuts when I describe this movie to them. And I'm like, yeah, so it starts off with this princess just wandering through the woods, and then there's this boy who just lives in the woods. We don't know where he came from. We don't know <laughs> how he got there, but he lives in the woods and he's in love with this girl. And then somehow they get to hell and they're fighting the the actual version of Satan <laughs> for this unicorn horn. Like no one would ever understand. Oh no, I grew up on that. And the thing is, is like me as a child, that I watched that in the Dark Crystal growing up. That was my that was my childhood. I was a weird kid. And I watched scary movies. Like I would sneak in and watch A Thousand Ways to Die i'm very chaotic i'm a chaotic neutral it's fine um but we've never spoke of this and i, I know so much now. <laughs> but i when i was watching it i always was like why is the princess bitching so much about this like she's or excuse my french i apologize if i do cuss because sometimes I, that just comes out um but like why is she complaining because he's given her these fancy dresses and this like good food i flat out was like he could kidnap me i told my parents that and they were so concerned do you know know who tim curry is uh i recognize the name i can't think of it him offhand have you ever seen um freaking a what is it called (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah you know this one guy let me help you remember by not being able to tell you what he's also in um should I just you Google them? Uh, let's do the the time warp again. What's that movie? Uh, sorry, I only know the remix. Or that's um, I know what that is. Oh, I know who Tim Curry is. I just googled him. But uh, okay, <laughs> Tim Curry plays the devil in Legend. No way! Oh my yes. god! How? That's Tim Curry. How? <laughs> he's amazing hold on hold on i'm looking up tim curry devil but the time warp i just think of the remix of it for uh doctor who someone's going to chastise me for not knowing what that movie is called but honestly like listen that's not my generation that's my sister's generation i don't Uh, know time warp hold on (laughs) thank god for google right um Oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's on me. I know that show. I'm so dumb. We danced to it. We did, and we See, don't. We're we're so stupid. We don't even remember it. We're like, ah, oh, yeah. What's that one song that's from a very popular movie, a cult classic, you might say? <laughs> oh my God, Tim Curry looks scary. I forgot how scary he was as the devil. 
piece. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know how I liked it. Like, I thought he was funny. I thought he was funny he's looking, and I was willing to be kidnapped by this man. <laughs> That's a That's little concerning. I can you believe that was what I think that was one of Tom Cruise's first movies. Tom Cruise was in. <laughs> Oh my god, have you seen this movie, Robin? <laughs> I have, but I saw it when I was little. I haven't seen it since. I'm not going around going, let me watch Legend again. Let me let me relive my childhood of horror and make everyone judge me. Should the first episode of our podcast be Robin relearns the movie Legend and then we come back and discuss it in the next episode? <laughs> oh my god, you know how funny that would be? Just me going over and being like, oh, all right, so now I know. Who? did tom cruise play was he the, the boy oh he was not the handsome uh, <laughs> what was uh what's the the princess's name it's like oh hold on i have it up give me two seconds i'm i'm on the google oh. page what is uh lila or leela lily lil, lil no lily. that's it <laughs> It's Lily. You're like Leela. My my <laughs> dyslexic, my dyslexic A over here. And yes, guys, I am dyslexic. So, or have I been drinking the wine? <laughs> I haven't drank any wine. This is just my personality. I'm calmer when I'm drunk. He's not very happy, though. Uh, Tom Cruise when he was young. Um, during this movie, he looks pretty good, but he's not as handsome as I remember him that makes sense i i get that i feel like he looks better with long fluffy bushy hair like he had in the legend yeah uh, than he does now and my mom's got the hots for him and it's understandable they're the same age which is weird one thing <laughs> i'm like he's hot but he's my mom's age oh yeah one thing i do remember from legend growing up because i forgot i think it's the girl who plucks the horn off of the unicorn if i'm Correct me if I'm wrong. I I don't remember who did it. Someone did. You're wrong. And I was so pissed off because in my mind, I honestly thought that those were the actual unicorns. Like those were the last unicorns, and they killed them for a movie. Oh my god, same. Because the first time I saw it, I think I was six. Mind you, my mother's showing me this movie that's got like life and death, <laughs> magic, hell, all kinds of weird music from, um. Tangerine Dream. I I know so many weird facts about this movie, like who made the music for it, and like who played who. Um, the it's funny because my whole family is obsessed with this movie because my mom, she showed it to all of us when we were little. Because I think it came out in like nineteen eighty, what like eighty nine. Oh oh, hold on hold on, nineteen eighty five. Oh, I was close, but kind of off. You were. But yeah, like that was, my my oldest sister was four. So all of my sisters grew up with that movie. And we all watched it, grew up with it, talked about it. We all thought it was cool. All thought it was funny. That and The Labyrinth <laughs> with David Bowie. Oh, yeah, I love The Labyrinth. The labyrinth and, uh, was good. That's where I learned. Uh, do you know that signature question? It's like of uh, sorry guys, I'm sound like I'm gargling words. Um, the the signature question of uh, you come to two doors and one they both look like angels and you're trying to figure out which one's. And the devil or the demon will always lie to you while the angel will always tell you the truth. 
Yes. And that, that, that taught me how to answer that question. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to drop dead and that's going to be my, my way into heaven. I, I'm going to reference the movie. Are you, talk- are you talking about the two door knockers in the labyrinth? Or I'm pretty sure it's in the labyrinth. I could be wrong. Is the lab? Oh my goodness. So it's a scene where the girl goes up to two doors and there are these little weird creature things standing in front of them. And one of them leads to like, I think the pits of hell. I haven't watched this movie in since I was like six or much younger. I don't remember. But, and then there was another one that leads to like a happy place. And so she has one question to figure out who's like the, de- the evil one, who's the good one. That and must be a different movie. Is that? Oh my god, I want to find this now. So, <laughs> Because in the labyrinth, there is a scene where she has she goes up to a door. Because she's in an actual labyrinth. She's trying to save her baby brother that was stolen by the Goblin King. Because she wish, wished that she didn't have a little brother. So he came in the middle of the night and he took her. Or took her little brother. And... There's a scene where she walks up to this door. There's no other way that she can go other than this door. And there's these two door knockers. And they both talk. Yeah. One's like, if you go this way, it might be the way. And the other one's contradicting what the one just said. And they're basically just confusing the hell out of her. She finally thinks she figures out the riddle. She chooses the one door. And she goes through the floor and into this like tunnel of hands. And it was it was um also made with Jim Henson, so there's a lot of puppetry in that movie. Yeah, I think it is that one. I could be wrong though. I don't remember. If you guys know it all, like if there's like commenting options, I don't know. Send me a DM or send send something. I I can't figure it out. Honestly, we want to hear you guys' opinions. Like did you watch yeah. and the legend as kids? Do you not know what we're talking about at all? If you don't, you should watch them. If you don't remember those movies, you're too young for this podcast. No. <laughs> you're right, 16. You don't know what we're talking about at all. Um, yeah. Honestly, though, those movies, they, like, shaped me a lot. Like, The Labyrinth, I never wanted to say anything bad about my little brother after he was born because I was afraid he was going to be taken away from me. <laughs> my sister and I insult each other. Either of us got taken away. What, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm upset, but less insults. It's kind of like that vine where it's like the benefits of uh, putting my brother down because he pushed me down the stairs. I'd get pushed less. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of funny. It really depends on like, your relationship with your sibling and how you guys show each other affection. But when my brother was still really little and he was just the cutest, chubbiest little baby, I was terrified of him being taken by the Goblin King and I'd have to go rescue him (laughs) and sing dance, magic dance. Like, (laughs) that song is from that movie too. David Bowie sings so much in that. My sister had the hots for David Bowie, if you can imagine. My mom had the hots for David Bowie. I heard way too much about that. I don't understand how... I mean, no judgment if you do have the hots for David Bowie, but I can't. I guess I was too young and he was a grown man to me with really tight My type on. is Jason Momoa, so... <laughs> no, but I think I think it ch- didn't shape me as much because I was a 
only child till I was about eight. So I was old enough to realize it wasn't real um, when it did yeah. finally, like I did finally get a younger sibling. And the thing is, is like, I grew up still torturing my sister, like all big sisters do. I told her there was a tubercabra under her bed. And if she didn't, if she didn't stay in bed at night, <laughs> that it would eat her toes. I told her there was, there was a toilet goblin and that caused uh, that if she didn't use the proper toilet and didn't wipe that he'd, uh, he'd come popping up in the middle of the night and climb out of the toilet. Not the toilet goblin. Oh, yeah. No, the best one I think I ever told my sister, and it, it came back. So I had, I forgot what, it was a YouTube video, and someone had mentioned lies that they told their kids. And one of the lies was that the Statue of Liberty's toenails grew, and that they would cut the Statue of Liberty's sto- God, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> they cut the toenails every single year, and they would turn the toenails into pennies. Well, Stephanie asked one year when she was real little, she's my little sister, um, where Oops. pennies came from. And I went, oh, that's an easy question. Didn't you know the Statue of Liberty is alive? And she's like, no, it's not. I was like, yeah, you saw it on Ghostbusters, didn't you? And she goes, I thought that was fake. And I was like, no, they hired her. <laughs> and I'm a horrible we have, person. We have a giant that protects our country. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's who keeps the the mean battle boats out of there because we also watch like battleship um out of our country and she was like oh that's so cool and i was like well the problem is is the statue of liberty's toenails grow and her hair grows and she can't cut it herself so we cut it and we turn them into pennies and she got all excited and that's also i did that on purpose because i learned that i could bribe my sister with pennies to clean my room <laughs> when i didn't feel like it but she went to school and brought her collection of pennies and the teacher's like why do you have so many pennies and she goes because they're special pennies and she was like how are they special and stephanie goes because they came out of the statue of liberty's toenails oh my gosh stephanie no oh my god she's as sneaky as me though because i there were so many times that my teacher had to call home when i was younger because i would set my like Again, I grew up an uh, only child. My parents didn't really spoil me. I wasn't a spoiled child. I, I lived in a neighborhood of all boys. So it was me trying to compensate with the boys. And so I would be a little mischievous and I was a troublemaker. I climbed out windows, jumped off roofs. Um, not like not dangerously. That's how I snuck out. And so I'd be at school and I learned my first curse word, which was bullshit. And so every time my teacher would say something, I would just yell it aloud. So that got a call home. I got, um, I told my one teacher that my dad locked my mom in the closet. And that's where he, can, that's where he kept her until it was the weekend. Oh my God. And so the teacher called home and she's like, I just wanted to check on you and make sure you're okay. Uh, later on, this was kind of me just really stretching it was me wanted like wishing i wanted a little brother a little sister really badly i was tired of being the only child and i thought that if you said it it would happen well i started telling all my teachers my mom was pregnant <laughs> and i i was having a little brother well <laughs> my poor teacher so i i'm telling all my teachers i'm like i i'm having a little brother and my mom's little a little heavier because again like 
she had me i was little and losing weight for her was a little harder so she, she struggled through that and she was she's absolutely awesome i love her to death you you know my mom she's awesome um she's awesome but we she but she looked pregnant to an extent because of the weight that she just wasn't able to lose and so going on and on this had been weeks of me telling stories that oh my brother's gonna be here soon and my mom <laughs> parent teacher conferences and the teacher knew my family very well but hadn't talked to us in a while so she comes up she's like congratulations oh my god i bet you guys are so happy and my mom didn't know what she was talking about she thought about my grades which weren't the best <laughs> so she was really confused like, she was like i'm sorry ma'am you- <laughs> she's like is robin doing better in school like this is awesome and my teacher kind of was like leading my mom is like you need to sit down and stuff that's not good for the baby and my mom was oh. like what and no. she, put, she put her hand on my mom's belly like not rudely but like just being like oh can i feel and my mom was just standing there mortified and she goes i'm not pregnant <laughs> And I was just standing there by my dad. I had an evil smirk. You're terrible, Robin. You over here scarring your mom in public. Well, and then it just, it didn't help also that I was, I honestly thought that if you said that they were pregnant, that's how you got pregnant. Because I flat out said, after my mom was like explaining it to my teacher, my teacher was explaining it to her. They both looked at me and I go, you're pregnant now. Oh my gosh, Robin. <laughs> I was a troubled child. It's okay. See, so now Robin's Robin's the bad kid, in a sense. <laughs> I am not. I, <laughs> no, you're not. I never did but any drugs. I never drank and drive. I feel like I was no. a good-ass child. <laughs> you honestly... You're the- I have a doorbell ringing. I know, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Here, you continue the podcast talk. I'm going to go address the situation. <laughs> that must be our first viewer. <laughs> um. Okay, so my childhood story with wanting a little sibling was I was five when my brother was born. And I remember being, I remember a lot when I was little. I know a lot of people don't necessarily remember when they were young but I remember when I was four I really wanted someone my age to play with and all of my other siblings just to give you some perspective my closest in age sibling is 10 years older than me so we were good playmates but we were way different in age so I'm I back my- sorry oh my god Robin's back so- <laughs> Being, being four years old, wanting somebody who was my age to play with, I figured, why not make, so I believed truly and with all of my soul and body that wishes came true. So when I was, fo- when I was four years old, on my birthday, I wished for a little brother, and then for Christmas, I wished for a little brother. And to my surprise, and <laughs> um, just the I- irony of it all, I got a little brother that next Christmas. <laughs> and um, when I told my mom that I wanted a little brother, it was 
right before she got pregnant, which is kind of weird, but I kept telling her how badly I wanted a little sibling, specifically a little brother. I don't know why a little brother. I guess because all I had was sisters, so I wanted something different. <laughs> and <laughs> You wanted a variety. Like, right. I was like, a little brother sounds good. And my mom was like, so you got your wish. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I'm going to have a baby. And I was like, what? No way. My wish came true. And I honestly believe that wishes just magically happened when you made them on the right time at the right day. Like <laughs> if you wish on your 16th birthday for something. If you wish upon a star. I can't sing, but that. <laughs> <laughs> so I truly believe that my brother was Christmas magic. He was born five days before Christmas and I wished for him the Christmas before. So it must have been Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it must have been your daddy. Uh, yeah, it must have been the Christmas wine that got into my family members. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, or are you so... Ah. He was my little Christmas present, and I treasured him until he was about eight, and then I hated him. <laughs> because he was always wanting to play with Legos and bugs and throw things at me and hit me with Tonka trucks and <laughs> but in his in his defense he's pretty awesome he's an amazing artist like Robin and he's just he's an all-around great guy he's just my little brother and sometimes he gets on my nerves <laughs> yeah we really I guess should we just do pop culture or should we just do books because honestly a lot of things in pop culture come from books, so it kind of just goes hand. We in can hand. do the whole shebang. Like I'm thinking, this is just honestly the daily wine. We whine about whatever we want. We can focus on books for the first few minutes and then go from there. I don't think we'll ever really get political, though. You and I aren't that like highly strung on politics, and no. that really that really puts you in one category when it comes to any kind of social avenue it, it really just like yeah and i do i do think with because if we ever did politics one i don't i think we would be better off than other people because we we do have both ends of the spectrum a little bit we do yeah we are kind of rare in friendship because we have like opposite views but we also share a lot of views so it's kind of like a good balance. We kind of like call each other on each other's shit. If you excuse oh, my yeah. French. <laughs> and, and it kind it works out very well because it, it is we are very open minded people. So, but politics probably won't be the biggest thing. No, definitely not. Unless there's like something happening in the country that's just like absolutely crazy, and we're just like, hey guys, think about this. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, I'm getting oh. the doorbell. Oh my goodness. Every few minutes. Are you having a party? Are you having a soiree? And oh, you didn't tell me. Yes. Here, you get to entertain again. I, I'll explain the doorbell when I get back. <laughs> she will explain the doorbell when she gets back. I love that she can hear. I don't know if she's in her room right now, but usually when I'm on the phone with Robin, she's in her room or she's in the kitchen or in her living room. But most of the time in her room because she gets peace and quiet and so i'm wondering how do you 
have a doorbell so loud that you can hear it in your bedroom. I have never had that luxury. And I honestly don't think I've ever had a doorbell. I've always lived in a one-story house, so it's been, or an apartment, so therefore I never really had a doorbell. It's always been knocking or someone throwing something at my window, which is a rarity. Thank goodness. I mean, unless you live in a 1980s movie, then you have people standing outside with a boombox. You're really not going to get rocks on your window. All right, I'm re-back. I'm back again. <laughs> I love so- how you walked in on that. You're like, okay, rocks on the window. What are you talking yeah. about? No, but to explain the the doorbell, so we can't, we live in kind of a bigger house, and so you can't really hear people when they yell for you, so we put a doorbell in. I told my dad I'm doing a podcast, but he's like, I don't care, so. Your dad's like, oh, well. (laughs) This won't happen on a regular basis, but for today, everyone's like, this is brand new, so. Right. Joe's probably going to walk in and be like, why are you sitting at the kitchen table in a bikini talking robin <laughs> on a podcast and i'll be like listen i was tanning earlier and i just never changed because i honestly want to jump in the pool later because it's really hot today and it's my day off and i haven't been able to swim in the pool since we moved into this apartment because it was too cold just for um some like backstory on that i live in arizona now but i just came here from missouri so i'm not used to the weather I'm getting used to it. I kind of liked it so far, but I haven't experienced the summer here. And the summers, just like in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. They're like the opposite here. And they're like, summer is coming. (laughs) They're like, the heat will be here. Yep, I live in misery. (laughs) We grew up in misery (laughs) together. But we've only been friends for what? It's been three years or two? I think it's only been two years because I we're going on three. Something like I, that. It's kinda I met you when I was nineteen, I believe. Nineteen or I think nineteen turning twenty. So we're two to three years, something of that nature. Something of that nature. I just remember my last year at the at the fair um was two years ago now. Yeah. So, and that was when we met, was my last year of fair, because I didn't do the year after. Yeah. I was to be with work at the restaurant and oh, yeah. moving in with my boyfriend. And <laughs> oh, I just started. ran. Have you guys ever just like ran down the stairs, <laughs> ran back up, and you're out of breath and you're like, I am way too out of shape for this? Oh my God. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, I went on a very small, very easy hike when my friends came down to visit for the holidays. Yeah. Lexi, um, Emma. So they came down here and I hadn't seen them since I moved. We went up a hill that was probably a 20 degree incline, Robin. And at the top of it, I was huffing so loudly. (laughs) I couldn't inhale my my water. I was afraid I was going to choke on it. Oh, jeez. And I was like, I thought I was in better shape than this. But apparently not so. Um, but then again, we're only at a thousand, a thousand degrees of elevation or however you say it. Yeah, because it's, it's only a thousand here. And then the elevation in Flagstaff is um, in six, it's 6,000 degrees. You're it's narrowing your location, Rainy. They're going to come get you. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That's terrifying. <laughs> our fans, um, aka none of them other than ourselves, are coming to get right. you. I mean, if anyone ever does try to do that, listen, I don't I'm not rich and I have a pit bull, so don't don't try and mess with me. There's nothing that you're gonna gain from it. <laughs> yeah, you're, they're gonna come near me and I'm gonna annoy them to death. That's gonna be the Oh my god, stop. That's such a lie. Oh my The only reason one of the main reasons why I wanted to hang out with Robin after we work together was because I was like she's so charismatic and like extremely funny and she doesn't even have to try at it it just comes naturally to her I have to think of my sentences before I speak them like no it's not being sarcastic and not caring what people think and everyone thinking it's a joke that's an art it's not (laughs) it's not something everyone possesses it's an art to be this sassy and sarcastic I know I am art. I am the artiste. <laughs> I am the masterpiece. For those who don't know, Robin is a good artist, in my opinion anyways, and I will defend it till the day I die. <laughs> um, I mean, anyone who can draw an actual face and animal to me is better than anything because I can't draw anything but like a tree or a mushroom see I was the Um, weird child growing up because I would only everyone hated drawing horses absolutely hated it I extremely hard I grew up drawing them that's all I could draw oh my god you god shut up (laughs) (laughs) you're over here like yeah all I could draw was the hard stuff (laughs) and I was five and I'm trying to draw a stick figure, and it looks like mashed potatoes. Okay, but says the girl that got an audition on The Voice, so... Hmm. Okay, oh my gosh, did I tell you? I didn't tell you. Oh, no. So, guess, guess who's a coach on The Voice now? Who? Ariana Grande. Ah. Well, you know how obsessed I am with her music. Yeah. So, to me... That would be amazing to audition in front of her, to sing a song that was written by her to her. Oh my god, I might just ascend to heaven. (laughs) See, this is definitely something that we gotta point out, though, because, like, they're gonna think I just hate on everyone. I'm not a big, like, I like music, I love music, I have no certain genre, I listen everything from country to screamo, like, I don't care. Yeah, we both are pretty in our music taste oh yeah and i have no i have favorite actors and stuff but i don't know actors offhand i'm not like die heart oh my god i love this band i'd die if they broke up or oh my god aria ariana grande is god like i'm i'm not like that my thing is is like they're popular good job your music nice it's fine to listen to I don't I don't get the the thrill of other people unless they're very good looking. Then it's a whole different story. That's just me crushing. <laughs> like Jason Momoa. Like we were uh, talking about Jason Momoa Jason before Momoa. we started our podcast. If Jason Momoa ever listened to our podcast and just decided to be like a guest on Is he married? I'm a little worried he's married. <laughs> I think he's married. I know he has a kid. Does he have a kid? I'm stupid. I think he has family Hold of on. some form. I think he's taken at this point. I mean, I hope so. Somebody had to snatch on to that. Honestly, Jason man. Momoa could come on our podcast anytime. And Jason Momoa, if you ever hear this, you could kidnap me and I would thank you for it. Like, 
just go full on Count Drogo? Oh my <laughs> god, yes. <laughs> just take her as you please. Hold on, I'm looking up his wife. His l- wife is Lisa Bonet. Oh, she's kind of pretty. Not gonna lie. Is, I, I'm so sorry to Lisa Bonet. I don't know who you are, but bless your Known heart. Known professionally, or her name is Lila Coy. I don't know how to pronounce this. Moon. An American actor and activist. Good on her. She's pretty, though. Is she Hawaiian? Is she Polynesian? I think so. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna assume anyone's anything because I don't know. Honestly, I... I'm glad he's taken. Thank God he's taken because the the bloodlust for him, I'm sure, was strong before he. Was no. Taken. Um. <laughs> I'm not glad. I wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> I okay well I guess I'm coming from a point of view of someone who's taken also so I'm like good for him and you're over here like I want him because I need someone oh wow <laughs> call me out all right I would prefer someone to be with me not that you need someone I'm just saying you're you're looking for someone yeah that person hasn't come yet but uh, some a- one actor that everyone is like obsessing over that I just kind of don't understand the hype is Tom Holland. Don't get me wrong, like, he's good-looking and all that, and he's a sweetheart, and he's got a British accent, but I don't understand the crush. He, you know who he reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of Charlie Puth. You know who Charlie Puth is? Oh, he does. Yeah. They give me the same vibe. I don't understand what it is that they have in common that, like, gives me that vibe, but it's like this, like, sweet playful innocence that they both have yeah i think it's, it's cute it's kind of the the appeal not- of the um not the 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 best friend type or like the neighbor or the the boy neighbor next door the neighbor-, the neighbor boy next door like that kind of type which isn't my type i maybe that's why i don't see it because honestly when i look at tom holland i see him as like a little kid and him being adorable and like, oh, I want to take care of him, but I don't want to date him. Like, I'd be his, like, best friend. I think he's, like, older than me. Is he? No way. I'll... He's gotta be, like, 24. At least. Oh my god, he is 24. He's older than both of us. Oh my god. He is, like, a little How kid. Did I that? He's adorable. Like, I, I see him as a kid. I don't see him as an adult. <laughs> No, I don't see Charlie Puth as an adult either. I'm sorry, Charlie. I'm sorry, Tom. You guys just have that childhood cute squeeze-his-cheek face. But, yeah, no, I'm not attracted to them as in, like, oh, my God, like, I'd love to just mm, do whatever I want to them. They're cute. They're handsome for sure. But I'm definitely not like thirsty for yeah we we know your ideal type and that's just joe (laughs) joe is the ideal type see um we're not we're not gonna go into detail about joe no one needs to (laughs) know see i have he's the quiet dark kind of man (laughs) who doesn't really share his his life unless he truly believes you've earned it and uh i will respect that but um He's just, he's my other half, and I shall leave it at that. Yeah. But I still have my celebrity hall pass. Joe's celebrity hall pass, I will share this, is Scarlett Johansson. I think that's every man's celebrity hall pass. My boss was talking about how his hall pass is Scarlett Johansson. 
And I was like, why is every man's hall pass? Is it because she's got that like, like spy, I'm going to like, I have the ability to kill you, but also I can like, ease your pain and woes i think so i think (laughs) i think it's the slight fear of death maybe that's how you that's how you get men i just need to threaten a few more every man's kink kink is the slight fear of death (laughs) see my type of man i have two types and that's the nerd like the the gamer boy nerd which goes nowhere that's pretty much all i've dated that has been successful but it just it goes nowhere it just ends after a bit like longest was two years he was a gamer boy nerd calling you gamer boy, calling you gamer boy nerds out right now oh guys. yeah <laughs> you need to get your shit together, your shit together. <laughs> please be more committed uh there i'm that's not all of them they're, it's just the ones that i find and then i have the type of the really where i go for kind of the looks where it's like the muscular man that could throw me over his shoulder and just take me away. But he's got like tattoos and stuff. But those are ha- like every single guy that I found that kind of fit it, like fit my type where it had the scruffy beard and all that and tattoos all ended up being jerks. But again, that's not everyone. I just have a tendency to find jerks. <laughs> I feel like, no, I feel like there, there's something about when guys feel the need to like, focus 100% on themselves and become that version that you're talking about with like the tattoos and their buff like that takes time and work and oh yeah to become something like that like you're not just born fit and definitely not with tattoos obviously and so something drove them to become that and it may be and I'm not calling anybody anybody out I'm not trying to like make it any kind of like cookie cutter shape i'm just saying that usually it's a drive from some emotion that makes them that and it may not be a good emotion it might be vanity because they were hurt so they flipped it like they flipped the switch so that they could feel better about themselves or childhood trauma or something that they haven't handled that turns them into that and then they may heal from it or they may carry on with it and they bring it into relationships yeah. like it it's pretty it's it's a it's a whole toy it's a toy it's a whole coin toss honestly because everybody's different and you really you really never know yeah. but i feel like with guys like that something drove them to that point. Oh. and it may be good or it may and be it is and i'm like that may be my type where it's like oh that's my looking type but honestly as i get older not gonna lie i know everyone jokes around oh girls are only into dad bods but it's starting to get that way where it's a little bit of the dad bod where they're they're more personality but they still have the good looks and stuff of that nature not that i'm, I'm not gonna rant about my relationship stuff that was just brought up because we were ranting about it but you get the point we were talking about celebrity home yeah <laughs> and it just turned into that but but that's what that's what our podcast is about. We did say that we do straight oh, from yeah. the path. We might want to like... get to the path a little bit about, <laughs> about what the podcast is fully about. I think we brought it up for two seconds. I mean, okay. <laughs> Honestly, so like we were talking about books that we want to bring into our first podcast episode. And what so Rob and I both read and are involved with a lot of Japanese culture. Um it's just something that we take interest in. We love anime. We love manga. Um, the food, like, 
Pocky. You can't argue with Pocky. Like, I'm literally nibbling on Pocky at this moment. <laughs> I have Pocky in my cupboard. I will always have Pocky. But we're not going to just do an- like but... anime and stuff. We we love reading all different kinds of books. Like I have stuff from Cassandra Clare to Japanese novels to my favorite author Edgar Allan Poe. Like cool. right. Like I love classics. I love anything that has to do with a dystopian era like i i'm a big reader i i gobble up words honestly and i've also written a lot of things i've written at least three short stories and my own novel that will probably never be published i sound like the author of gone with the wind (laughs) um because that's what she did she wrote a whole ass american novel and then hid it in her basement and then someone finally stole it and was like listen you need to get this published because you're crazy if you don't wasn't that also the lady that wrote 50 shades of gray she thought it would just be a fan fiction that no one would ever publish i honestly i don't know a lot about the author i didn't even know that was a yeah it's a fan fiction um made based off of i believe twilight which i've read i've watched the movies i haven't read it i i'm wait wait Fifty Shades of Grey was inspired by Twilight? <laughs> yes. Because if it was, I hate oh. it even more. Nothing against... How dare you? Games. I am part of the Twilight <laughs> fandom all the way. Team Jake. <laughs> Robin, first of all, I was unindated with Twilight stuff when I was younger. I couldn't get behind it. I've never read Twilight, so I can't speak on it, honestly. And I've never My first book movies, shall be Twilight. So. No, I'm <laughs> I have every single book and every single <laughs> movie of it. I was a Twilight fan. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. I've never read the book and I've never watched the movies. Um, I should say books with both because they're they're all both. There's multiple. Series, there's more than two. Um, I think there's three or four. I know the whole series for each one, but I haven't read either one. The Fifty Shades of Grey thing came out when I was, like, 15, so I kind of thought it was overrated, and, like, there were kids sneaking into movie theaters trying to watch it. I remember the hype of it when the when the film came out, and then with Twilight, it was, like, everybody was Team Jacob or Team Edward, and I really didn't care. I honestly thought it was a little too broody. I hate using that word. I'm sorry. If you I insulted anybody, me. For me personally. <laughs> <laughs> which i never want the thing is, like i've watched the 50 shades of gray movies i got them okay so i gotta explain it because i didn't watch them because i was like oh this is hot like da 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 uh, i got it because my friend and i had we had both like she had lost her boyfriend or broke up with her boyfriend a little bit before i was fighting with mine and we were like fuck men let's watch romance movies we went out like went to walmart oh excuse my french that was a bad word sorry <laughs> but we were like sorry to the kids. hopefully there's no kids listening to this i don't care that much uh, right. <laughs> we're talking about 50 shades of yeah this at point. this point children <laughs> log off uh, but we go to the store and we're like we need a romance movie we're looking at uh how to lose a guy in 10 days like all these different movies and then we see the 50 shades of gray and i was like dude we should she's like bet and first one absolute trash like if you like it i'm sorry but we were laughing the entire time and i think the third one we actually got really into 
<laughs> like that was the one that we were like, oh my god, what happens? Like the third one's got some, it's got some potential, but it's it's not there. Uh, but the biggest thing with those, and I think the biggest issue, especially since you haven't seen it, is that it's not a good light on like the kink community. Um, because it is kind of abuse. It's not. It, it does show like shine a bad light on it, and it is seen as abuse. And people are like, "Oh, I wish you would do that to me." And you're like, "No, you don't," because he's actually hurting her. Isn't it? Like, I don't mean to. I I kind of I I can't like speak on it. Like I said, I haven't seen it, but isn't it considered? BDSM? Yeah, that's like the king. I call it the king community, the king but yeah, BDSM community. bondage. all that some people into that like i have as a person who doesn't like to judge other people or or try and understand from a viewpoint that has never experienced it some people like that's their sex language there's love language and sex language their their lifestyle some people that's what turns on yeah exactly like they want to be cuffed to the bedpost or what have you <laughs> but um i from what i gather from 50 shades of gray he's like this extremely rich person and she starts working for him and he's got like this desire to do whatever to her and she's like <laughs> okay with it essentially you're kind of close sure. she is like what happens is, is she goes in and she interviews him and then he decides wow she's hot and oh my god i love that the actress that plays her she's so funny because she did an interview and the big thing is a lot of people were judging her for her kind of she's got a gap tooth which my dad has yeah so and my dad has one too and instead of making letting it like hurt her like people were being rude about it they're like why would they cast her and really she was she was good like i love her as an actress i know my friends were asking about it and i was like you guys are being stupid um but in an interview they were talking about it and she goes the funnest game that i've ever done was just to see how many credit cards i could stick in my teeth and she did it on live television i was like girl i love you see honestly i could probably stick like yeah three. oh my god I, if i'm wrong i'm trying to think of this I think the guy that plays Damon Salvatore in Vampire Diaries, um, Ian Summer uh, Summerholder, I think that's his name, uh, was going to play Christian Bale, or Christian Bale, Christian Gray, yeah, Christian Gray in Fifty Shades of Gray. I would a hundred percent have watched that. Any like that would have been, I would have been in theaters if he played it. <laughs> I can't remember what her name is. I know who yeah. she is though, because I've seen the trailers and everything. She is very She's gorgeous. Um. I don't, I don't remember ha- her having a gap in her teeth for some reason. I guess I never paid attention that closely. But I do remember the, the guy who plays Grey. And for some reason, he, like, gives me this weird vibe. Like, he kind of creeps me out. Oh, yeah, he's kind of creepy throughout the entire I mean, movie. I did not like him. And he's, I don't know, I think it also is kind of the script. Because, yeah, it was a fan fiction it's not going any further because the the people have already been established through the original story because it was based off of twilight so it's established as like i think it was edward or someone i don't know so you don't need to have this character depth 
so the actor had nothing really to work with so he was like this brooding just grouch the entire time it's like i love you get out i love you let me do whatever yeah I want but to i'm body or no it was let me do whatever i want to your body but i don't love you then she fell in love with him and then he's like get out oh and then he realized he loved her and was like come back baby <laughs> it's not not like upset so, that she won't come back right away because he was a, a jerk right it's so crazy to think about that honestly i can't believe it was inspired because okay so not to be excluding myself from from the whole uh fan fiction stuff i used to read fan fiction i feel like everyone does it unless you're what? <laughs> Right, I mean, you you gotta read fan fiction of some form. I read fan fiction, of, don't judge me, of BTS <laughs> um, when I was 17, and I don't regret it. Um, good old smut, you can't get... You can't get when you're I love how you admitted to it. Everyone that ever read fan fiction will not admit that they read smut as a child. And you're over here like, my good old smut. <laughs> Coming from the viewpoint of a homeschooler, you don't really get a lot of I hope of to God we don't get sexual... children on this podcast. Oh my god, they better not they better not know, like honestly. But you gotta think about it. Like as a homeschooler, nobody you're not gonna be like, hey, so like how do you turn on a guy? Or like, how do I turn on myself? Like you don't know how, when, or where, honestly. And when you're a teenager, you're exploring that kind of stuff. And when it comes to an introvert, reading it is perfect because you're not necessarily involved, obviously. You're just reading a fictional story. It doesn't affect anybody. Nobody's getting hurt or being affected in any way. It's just a story. And so therefore, it's safe. And for me, I was just like, why not? My friend told me about it. Because she and I shared the same interest for BTS. And honestly, <laughs> I don't think BTS will ever hear this. But if they do... She wants smut with you. Like, I love you guys. <laughs> no, never. I, 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 I've come to a point where people who are famous, they're just human beings. But a lot of people know about them. I don't look up to them like idols or anything. They're just successful human beings who a lot of people know about and enjoy whatever kind of art they're putting out and for me bts at that point in time yes i love them as humans that they are i thought they were all extremely hot and i was like god just anime boys that have come to now life. did you read did you read them <laughs> with each other or were you reading it x reader <laughs> so it was it was pov <laughs> <laughs> Rob is me from a completely different point oh of view at this point God. in our friendship. I've never told Rob in this. Yeah, I've read Smut, but I read it like through books and stuff of like them having like a sex scene or something of that nature. And like, yeah, I read a couple fan fictions, but I could never take it seriously. And you're over here, like I couldn't take it seriously. I, I disclaimer: I couldn't take it seriously. I wasn't over here, like, oh my god, like getting off on it. <laughs> but I found it very like it was like reading 
reading a science textbook to me. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, smut it was equals science. Yeah, smut is science, guys. Listen. Oh my god, I love when we were like, we're gonna talk about books, smut. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's <laughs> it's a form of of writing. Like people write, people become famous in their own right just by writing about sexual pleasure. Like those romance yeah. novels that you see on the little turn wheel display thing in stores that whomever buys them, like th- those are people just writing about two people just like having a sexual magnet magnetic relationship. And That's- to show that too, because you have porn and stuff of that nature. Yeah, we're getting on a perverted thing. Oh, did you know in Japan porn and like smut is kind of or is not smut but like porn is illegal yes but they also have bathhouses still in japan yeah but you're not most people aren't allowed in bathhouses if they have uh tattoos and stuff fun fact you know what kind of bathhouses i'm talking about robin no i'm confused So, yes, porn... I got excited because I thought I knew a fact. (laughs) So, porn, yes. Porn is not allowed necessarily in Japan, even though they still make it in Japan. Um, They don't... Now, what is this bathhouse you speak of? (laughs) Bathhouses in Japan are pleasure houses. They're essentially... Wait, bathhouses or bathhouses? Yes, but they're called bathhouses generally. If, If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but from my telling from various anime people that i've watched on youtube so it's their fault um (laughs) they go to these places that um they're like hotels they're like oh love hotels i'm calling them the wrong thing i'm i'm okay makes more sense yeah i know what love hotels are that may that's it's a hotel that's like a hookup hotel that's not porn like they're not videotaping you do it you can go stay at a love hotel by yourself but you don't, yes, but they don't have that here. You can't go to a hotel and have an escort in that hotel and do whatever. Yes. Like, they're not. Yes, they're you not, can. Like, they're called sketchy ass hotels. But it's not nice like it is in Japan. But in Japan, they're like over here, like romanticizing it and making it like. They're like, you like, can't they- watch the porn, but you can be the porn. They have like rooms that have different kinds of displays in them like they have a bondage room or did you watch the hockey dearest i'm calling you i did (laughs) i've seen that one too okay listen aki is is spilling actual truths on youtube if you haven't seen or the anime she go to a yaoi like cafe Yes, and that is actual stuff. People pay to sit and be served food and watch boys make out in Japan. It's a thing. That's like, if you so ever, oh, that'd be if so awkward. There's yuri, there's yaoi, there's normal maid cafes where you just get to watch girls dressed up in maid outfits. Like whatever your kink is, Japan has it. Honestly, <laughs> they really, they really have- do. <laughs> Nobody, I feel like if you don't really get into Japanese culture, you really don't know what Japan is like. Like, if you really, like, you watch anime, you read manga, you, you're fully, like, 
invested in learning about how they live and believe and do things now, like in this day and age, you will never truly know what Japan's like. Like Japan is kinky as fuck. And I'm so sorry to say that, but they are. They have body pillows that are shaped like women that have like actual orifices. Like guys. I can't say what I got literally okay so i got this as a joke gift for christmas because i've been obsessed with my hero academia which is really good i highly suggest it it the fifth season's coming out i think it already has but really good and they i made jokes that i had all these crushes and stuff and most of the teachers were my crushes in my hero academia because yeah they're of age uh, <laughs> not gonna catch the case <laughs> You never really know how old an anime character is. I know. It's it sucks because you're like, oh, this guy's really cute, and then you find out he's 16, and you're like, nope. But my friend got me um an all my uh body pillow cover, and it's it's really nice. Like it, I yeah, I put it on a body pillow for the like the jokes and stuff, but it's like a nice silk body cover, like body pillow cover. And so it's always cold. So I'm just like squeezing onto the anime character just because I'm like, dude, this is like a cold pillow. I don't have to flip my pillow every time I get hot. <laughs> like it's perfect. I will admit that. I don't care. I think it's the funniest thing ever. Like the whole world can know if they really want to know that I sleep with a body pillow of all might. <laughs> There's a lot of people who sleep with body pillows. Body pillows are pretty common, honestly. Think that they're just like either related with anime or with pregnancy. But they're actually really good for you to sleep with. Like, they support your body, and you're actually supposed to, like, sleep in a position where you have, like, your arm up and your neck up. And I, I'm not going to go into detail. I just, yeah, <laughs> I know how, like, beneficial they are. Um, a lot of people probably sleep incorrectly. Like, I know I sleep incorrectly because I sleep on my stomach and you're technically not supposed to. I do, too. I used to sleep with my face in the pillow and everyone got scared I'd suffocate. Maybe that's why I'm the way I am. I can't sleep with my face in the pillow. There's some brain uh... damage along the way. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. You're terrible. Sorry if you hear me crunching. I'm hungry and I'm eating a bowl of mixed nuts. That's that's perfect for the topic of smut in Japan. Honestly, I don't even know how we got here. It's probably me. I'm the one who put us here, but yeah, a little bit. It kind of went. We went from normal books to Fifty Shades of Grey, then from um, Japanese love houses to uh, Japanese love motels, then to sm- more smut, and uh, now to mixed nuts in a bowl, which is what the world is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm sticking us to topic. We're gonna talk. We're just gonna bring up because we need to at least bring it up what we're reading for next week, so people know if they do end up watching this now. So I have this one book that is a murder mystery. It's a novel by Lucy Foley. It's called The Hunting Party. I got it at Target. If anyone wants to know, I don't know if you want to do a murder mystery. If you'd like to do something else, I'll get a different book that's in the same genre. Our plan was to get books that are in the same genre, read them, come back together and discuss, and compare the similarities and the, the differences in the book. Z- in yeah, and most of, most of the time, this is the rare occasion, we had already decided what our first books were going to be, 
but we're just gonna pick a genre and then we're just gonna pick random books like and see what the thoughts are because i think that would be funnier being Uh like comedy and then someone picks a depression uh no uh (laughs) but like it picks out a depressing book and they're like ah this is comedy no (laughs) but we're just gonna have it random we're gonna read books if you guys like the books and you want to get them you guys can get them and then we'll i think you can make comments on podcasts i could be wrong you can let us know i don't know can send us messages on here yeah yeah, so we're going to compare books and tell about the story and all that. Should I didn't want to, like, read the same book. Everybody does that, you know? Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. If we like it and we, it sounds good, we we might read the same book, again, like, later on. And if there's a movie about the book and we both end up reading it, we'll definitely watch the movie. And we'll give you guys our opinions on the movie. All right, should I, should I give my, my book now? Yes. Okay. So, my book is a manga. It is by... So, it's by Tetsuyo uh, Endo. If I got that correct, uh, pat on my back. I'm awesome. It's called Spy Family or Spy X Family. Um, and it's a story about a spy who to discover his... Uh, or he's put into a mission where he needs to get close to a certain family, but the problem is, is he needs to be a family man, but he doesn't like children and he doesn't want to be a family man anymore. And you're probably wondering why this goes along with murder mystery. <laughs> well, it doesn't. Um, there is murder in it, and it's a mystery because they don't know who they are because he ends up adopting a child who is a telepath, like, and she can read his mind. So she knows he's a spy. But he doesn't know she can read his mind, and she he doesn't know that she knows. So that's a mystery of its own. And then he ends up accidentally marrying a uh, oh my goodness, what is it called? An assassin. Who again? The daughter knows that she's an assassin, but the husband doesn't know, and she doesn't know that the daughter knows. And so it's a mystery. There's murder in it because yo, the spy kills people, and you have an assassin. Of course, she's going to kill some people. But it's it's kind of a comedy and it's a little lighthearted. And I thought maybe since we are doing you're doing more of a darker book that it'd be awesome if I did kind of a uplifting one a little bit where it's yeah, it's mystery and murder and that is involved in the story. But it's freaking funny because the first like few chapters I've already read the first book. I'm on book four. There's six books in the series. Um I'm gonna read I'm gonna finish book four for our next podcast. And we'll discuss off that. But there's literally a scene where he's standing on top of a building. And he's got his daughter and his wife with him. And they're just looking on the people. They're on a little date because he's like, I got to keep the family man going. And the daughter just looks down and she goes, all the people look like garbage. <laughs> and it's so random. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. It, like, he, yeah, I definitely suggest this book. If you guys like mangas and you guys like something funny, lighthearted, it is an easy read. I read the first book within an like within the day. Second book the same day. Um, it's so good, so funny. I can't wait for the fifth and sixth book. I will let you guys know more details about it next podcast. And definitely a big thing with our stuff is spoiler alert. We are gonna bring up parts of the book that you are gonna hear about. So if you guys yeah. want to read these books, 
please go and read them beforehand. We will discuss part of it. We'll probably give you a brief summary beforehand, and then we'll tell you guys, hey, spoiler alert now, and talk about our favorite parts of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because essentially this is a book club slash whatever we watch or absorb club. This is something we're going to be we're going to take in that information and discuss it. So there is a child riding a scooter outside of my apartment, if you can hear that sound. <laughs> Um, with my book, um, I'm very excited to hear about Ramen's book. I honestly need to get more manga. I've been needing one series, honestly, for a long time, but I just haven't found it at Barnes & Noble. Um, my book is a, I kind so I was looking for, like, in my book, I was trying to find just, like, a summary, like, a good way to describe it. Um, it's about a group of friends who go to Scotland for the New Year's. They do it annually as just like a, a meeting up for them to see each other again. They're like college friends. They want to see each other at the end of the year, kind of see how everybody is and just get together and enjoy the New Year. That's their tradition. And they go to Scotland for the first time. They each take turns planning their trip so every year somebody else gets a turn from what I recall because I've only read four chapters of this book so like Robin said she started reading her series I started reading my book but I have an excerpt for the book just to kind of like give it some background um if I should read it do you think I should read it you might want to save it for next time Okay. Just so you have some stuff. But it um it's a good book. It definitely draws you in. It was nominated by Target as part of their book club picks. And I actually bought it (laughs) to start being in a book club at work and the whole thing fell apart and I was the only one reading the book. (laughs) And I stopped reading it because I felt like I was going on with the rest of them and they didn't even have the drive to finish or even start reading the book so I've had it on my bookshelf for at least four months now (laughs) and uh what they say on the back is it's a reminiscent of Agatha Christie's and her best so it's kind of if you know Agatha Christie it'll be a little bit like her work but so far, it's really good. It, it definitely draws you in very quickly. It's about somebody getting killed and their friends are trying to figure out who killed them. So, I mean, you kind of got to finish that book and find out who did it. So who yeah. It? Um, and the thing is, is, like, we won't spoil, like, who did it and all that. Like, that, or especially if it is a mystery book, like, that, that ruins the whole thing. At that point, it's not even worth it. But this will be a weekly podcast, or we're going to shoot and hope that it is. It will either be on Wednesdays or Thursdays. We'll probably record on Wednesdays. Edit it. If it can be put up on Wednesdays, we'll put it up on a Wednesday. If it needs time editing, we'll put it up on a Thursday. But this is the basic. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be us starting off saying, hey, we read these books. This is how it goes. We're going to go on freaking tangents. It's not going to be just a regular book club. It's us goofing around and us just having a conversation because we have fun doing this every day. And we might as well record it. 
We might just as well. I mean, the things that Rob and I end up talking about, people honestly, like, really should hear. <laughs> honestly, and, uh, last time we talked, we literally talked about candy cane lingerie for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> which is a thing! And I didn't even know it was a thing! And I will never buy it, but... I mean, and it's for men, so you, all of our uh, viewers that are older can imagine what it is. I honestly hope all of our viewers are either our age or around our age, because we're not going to be sitting here reading, like, fairy tales <laughs> unless they're, like, adapted. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll, we'll give you, like, we'll have cutesy books and stuff that you can give to your kids and stuff like that and have them read, but this is definitely an a adult podcast it's not going to be for kids it could be for teenagers that's fine like but no kids allowed what did you say i said no kids allowed is that a problem i do think this is a good wrap up for our podcast that way we can go discuss what we want to do for next time every every talking points we want to get to and start editing this so you guys have an example of what we're going to talk about so if you're ready, I think this is a good ending point. Yeah, I, I think so, honestly. I mean, we kind of just gave everybody uh, a little a hint taste. into our lives and who we are and our friendship and the the basis of us wanting to make a podcast and what our podcast is about. So I think we've come to a good conclusion here. And yeah, plus I'm, I'm eating M&Ms right now and I want to focus on that while I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> I want the M&M's and I'm trying to be able to talk too. So they're like speed eating the M&M's. I can't enjoy them. <laughs> That's how I was with my mixed nuts. I was like, yeah, um, <laughs> by the way, um, <laughs> um but yeah, no. we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Things do come up like someone getting sick. I have a concussion currently, so we're going to see how that goes, but we should be doing it and hopefully you guys like it. So. Any final words, Rainy? I enjoyed myself as always, and this has been the Daily <laughs> Wine. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>